what are triglycerides and what can we do about them? So I get this question almost every day. People are like, well, my triglyceride to HDL ratio is optimal. So I must be doing a good job. I'm going to live a long life. I must be metabolically healthy, what have you. So what are triglycerides? Your lipoproteins, and if you're not sure what a lipoprotein is, go back and listen to my lipoprotein podcast. But a lipoprotein is a ball, basically, that carries inside of it cholesterol, which is a type of fat, as well as triglycerides, which is also a type of fat. A triglyceride is three uh, fatty acids connected to a glycerol backbone. That's why it's called a triglyceride. And um, these are how your body uh, traffics energy. When muscles need energy, they get trafficked via triglycerides. When you eat excess amount of food, whether it's saturated fat or refined carbs, high glycemic index foods, you traffic that excess energy and calories as triglycerides. That's what you do. And, you know, if you go through the lipoprotein lecture, you'll kind of learn how that happens. But the question is like, what do we do with high triglycerides? And what actually is it? What do we need to know about it or, or do with it? So when someone has high triglycerides, you need to make sure, first of all, it's not over like four or 500. If they are above 500, they probably have something called hypertriglyceridemia which can be an emergency situation. When you're in the 800, 900, 2000, 3000 range, you could get pancreatitis really, really bad from that. And that could lead to pancreatic cancer and, you know, severe, you know, near death experiences from really severe pancreatitis. So it's not a joke, but let's assume you don't have that. We're not talking about the people with pancreatitis or uh, hypertriglyceridemia, the genetic disorder. We're talking about people with just regular, slightly elevated triglycerides, like normal Normal, if you want to be honest, is usually less than 40 or 50. That's like absolutely normal, normal. The vast majority of people, up to about 160, we consider normal. Realistically speaking, though, once you're over about 100 or 150, it kind of throws off your LDL and HDL and all the other cholesterol markers because now your lipoproteins are full of triglycerides. There's less room for cholesterol. So a lipoprotein, like a low-density lipoprotein, normally carries like half cholesterol, half triglycerides. When you have conditions that raise your triglycerides, now there's less space for the cholesterol inside of your triglycerides. Uh, or your liver is making more triglycerides than it should. So those, uh, that can be a problem when you have these, what we call these triglyceride-rich lipoproteins or TRLs, triglyceride or TGRLs, triglyceride-rich lipoproteins. So what does it mean? Generally, it means you probably have insulin resistance or metabolic syndrome or you're overweight, you're alcoholic, you have kidney disease, you're, you're obese. You know, mostly the last few I mentioned, like alcohol and kidney disease, not that much, but generally you have insulin resistance, diabetes that's a bit uncontrolled or prediabetes that's not yet diagnosed. You have an excess consumption of saturated fat or an excess consumption of basically refined sugars that you're not able to metabolize or process quick enough. So those are some things that could raise your triglycerides. I find the vast majority of people who have high triglycerides, usually it's undiagnosed diabetes or very poorly diagnosed diabetes. Now, the biggest problem I see with this is most clinicians, and these are generally not lipidologists or cardiologists, but even some cardiologists, but generally a lot of family doctors, nurse practitioners and that, they notice somebody with high triglycerides, let's say like 160 to it, you know, to up to 200, maybe 220. They'll say, oh, 
high triglycerides. They go to our friend, Dr. Google, and they Google, what do you do to treat triglycerides? And they see phenofibrate, and they're like, okay, let's put this person on phenofibrates. So while that is true, phenofibrate can reduce triglycerides, it is not a first line of therapy. The number one thing you should do, first of all, is treat the underlying cause. If they're diabetic, pre-diabetic, get their diabetes under control. If they're pre-diabetic, get that under control. Why are we not treating the pre-diabetes and leaving that alone? We should actually be treating it. Now, let's say you do that, you get their diabetes under control, what have you. You do need also to uh, get their ApoB down. You got to get their LDL cholesterol down. Because no, while, while triglycerides in and of themselves are somewhat an independent risk factor, there's not really been a study showing that treating triglycerides alone reduces cardiovascular risk independent of the ApoB-lowering properties of whatever you gave them. So if you treat them with a statin and that knocks down their triglycerides, knocks down their ApoB, their LDL, whatever, you're getting a reduced, uh, reduced cardiovascular risk and disease and death rates and all of that, but it's mainly because of the ApoB-lowering effect. The triglycerides could even still be high or they're lower just a little bit. But if you lower the ApoB significantly, you will reduce risk. So that's one issue. Um, so the most important thing when somebody has triglycerides that are out of range is to treat their diabetes, prediabetes, what have you. That may require metformin, ozempic, glimepride, you know, prandin. There's lots of medications you know that you could use for this now. There's so many different options. Um, weight loss alone even can help this condition. Um, you know, so those are all things you definitely need to think about. Do not just throw phenofibrate at it, or the, even better, they just throw fish oil. Their triglycerides are 200, here's some fish oil. Like, first of all, you didn't reduce their risk, you didn't do anything. These people need their LDL cholesterol, ApoB, lowered significantly. Um, the fact that they have high triglycerides um, could mean that they have way more LDL particles, because you need more particles to carry around the same amount of cholesterol because it's triglyceride rich now and there's not enough space in each particle for cholesterol so you need more particles and LDL cholesterol does not measure uh, particle counts and it's the particle counts that are the issue so in this exact scenario let's say somebody comes in I'll give you a couple scenarios somebody comes in with the triglycerides of 100 you obviously should encourage them to eat a healthier diet and lose weight and you know get you know more active and all that stuff um Check their insulin resistance markers. You know, there's all kinds. And maybe we'll go into a detailed uh, deep dive into that on the next uh, podcast. But check some advanced lip, uh, insulin resistance model uh, markers. There's so many different ways to do that. But the most important step is start them on LDL-lowering medication. Put them on Crestor 20, Zetia 10, depending on how much lipid-lowering they need. Watch their triglycerides will generally come down quite a bit. Um, sometimes 50%, you know, it just kind of depends on the person and the cause. But in the meantime, that does not mean you should also ignore their insulin resistance or diabetes. You should also still be treating that. That is super important. So definitely get after the diabetes as well. Um, get them on statin and Zetia as always. That's what we do. Um, get them on the right medications, the, uh, the, uh, the right treatment for their other conditions that they may have. And hopefully that will uh, get them on the right path while reducing their risk. The whole idea is to reduce risk. The idea isn't to just make the numbers look pretty. We can make the numbers look pretty. That's not hard. you know. But the key is what reduces their risk. Getting their ApoB down, which will also lower their triglycerides. 
But if they have a medical condition that is causing those triglycerides to be elevated, you definitely want them to focus uh, on, you definitely want to focus on that. I get way too many patients sent to me for other random reasons, and I see they're on phenylfibrate, and I'm like, uh, what are you on this for? And they're not on a stand, they're not on Zetia, they're not on anything else. And they're like, yeah, you know, my doctor put me on it because my triglycerides were high. I'm like, your A1C is 7.8. You're diabetic, like very diabetic, and you're not even on like basic diabetes medication. So that, I think, is a travesty a little bit that we treat markers and, and labs more so than the actual patient. Not saying people do this on purpose. It is in the guidelines. If somebody has high triglycerides, you can use phenylfibrate to treat it. But it's supposed to be last line. It's not supposed to be the first line. So anyways, those are my thoughts on that. If you guys like this podcast and you want to get good cardiac information out there, please uh, share this with others. And uh, hopefully we can get the word out. And uh, catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.